Let God transform your life as you listen to this inspiring sermon by Reverend Richard C. Whitcomb. Mandy Harvey loved music. She started singing when she was just four years old, and she dreamed of becoming a great singer. She learned guitar, and after finishing high school, she enrolled as a music student in the university. Music was her life, and now her vision was becoming a reality. But then, when she was just 18 years old, Mandy fell ill. At first, she thought she had an ear infection, but gradually, she started losing her hearing. The doctors were powerless to stop the disease, and before long, Mandy had gone deaf. The girl who loved music now couldn't hear a single note. When the university found out she'd gone deaf, they dropped her from the music program. Overnight, Mandy's world fell apart. She lost everything that she'd ever wanted. At first, Mandy was so heartbroken, she gave up hope. There was no way a deaf girl could sing or play music. Her dream had died, and it seemed there was no way to get it back. But then one day, her father challenged her to pick up the guitar and play again. She thought he was crazy. After all, how could she play the guitar and sing if she couldn't hear anything? But Mandy picked up the guitar and started to play. And as she did, she realized she could feel the vibration of the music. She couldn't hear with her ears, but she could connect with her body to the tempo and the vibrations. And so Mandy restarted her music career. She learned to trust her pitch and to follow the tempo through the vibrations she felt. She started singing again, and to her surprise, Mandy discovered freedom and confidence. You see, before she went deaf, Mandy had always been afraid to sing in front of people. But now, as she trusted God with her music, she found a new sense of peace and faith. Listen to Mandy in her own words. It's not our job to understand what tomorrow is going to look like. It's our job to keep walking the path of faith regardless of what happens. And that's what Mandy did. By faith, she auditioned for the international television hit, America's Got Talent. She sang her song, Try, and earned a standing ovation. She went on to land a place in the finals and to become an international music sensation. Today, Mandy continues to walk the path of faith and sing to inspire others. She performs at concerts all over the United States and works with a ministry called Hearing the Call to help deaf people all over the world. There's a powerful lesson for all of us in the inspiring true story of Mandy Harvey. You see, no matter what has happened in your life in 2021, God can bring you back and restore your dream. God can reset your vision and release the supernatural in your life. When you connect with the Lord and consecrate yourself to him by faith, you will enter a new level of blessing. That's the message in our sermon today. But before we learn more, let's bow our heads and pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, we praise you today because your love for us is so great. Your vision for our lives is beyond our wildest imagination. So as we come to you today, speak to us, Lord. Open our eyes to see your truth. Let us see your vision for our lives and help us to reset our vision and release the supernatural. 
We submit to you now. We bind every voice that would come to deceive or disturb or distract us. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I loose the power of the Holy Spirit, the power that will give us light and life and help us to reset our vision. We thank you by faith in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen and amen. I want to encourage you to join your faith with mine right now. Wherever you are, just put your hand on your chest and say after me, Lord Jesus, speak to my heart. Change my life. Manifest your glory in me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Truth For Today. I'm so glad you've joined me today as we stand on the threshold of a new year. I believe that God has more in store for you and that there's a bright future ahead. See, the year 2021 has come to an end, but you have not come to the end. The calendar may signal the end of a year, but your race is not over. Your life is not over. Your dream is not over. Your destiny is not over. God is bringing you into a new year. And he wants to help you reset your vision so that you can soar in 2022. That's the truth we're going to discover today as we come to the end of our 40 Days to Reset Your Life sermon series. Today is day 35, and on Friday, we will end our 40-day journey. But before then, we have one final aspect of our lives that we need to reset. Already in this 40-day journey, We've reset a lot of things in our lives. We started out by resetting our faith. Then we kept going and reset our goals, our words, our relationships. Last week, we reset our walk with God as we celebrated Jesus, our Emmanuel, God with us. And that brings us to today's final reset. Today, I'm going to challenge you to reset your vision. And once again, the Apostle Peter will be our guide as we learn how he reset his vision. Now, Peter's story for today is found in Acts chapter 10. The Bible tells us that a Roman soldier named Cornelius had a vision from God. Even though he was not born again, an angel visited him and told him to send men to call Simon Peter. So Cornelius obeyed the vision and sent men to call Peter. And as these men were on their way to where Peter was staying, God also gave Peter a vision. And that's where we pick up the story in Acts chapter 10, 9 to 23. Now, receive the word of the Lord. The next day, as Cornelius' messengers were nearing the town, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. It was about noon, and he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky open, and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill, and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared. I've never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure and unclean. But the voice spoke again. Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was pulled up to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Just then the men sent by Cornelius found Simon's house. Standing outside the gates, they asked if a man named Simon Peter was staying there. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, three men have come looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. So Peter went down and said, I'm the man you're looking for. Why have you come? They said, 
We were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He's a devout and God-fearing man, well-respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. So Peter invited the men to stay for the night. The next day, he went with them, accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to your heart today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Consider what God is teaching us in this amazing story of vision. The Bible tells us that Peter went up to the roof to pray. He's there to meet with God, and he's not disappointed. God meets him, and God gives him a vision. And that vision launches Peter into a chain of events with an amazing, miraculous encounter. Later in Acts chapter 10, Peter obeys the vision and goes to meet Cornelius, and revival breaks out in his household. The Gentiles receive the gospel. God pours out his Holy Spirit on them, and Peter and the entire church enter a new level of ministry and a new dimension of success because of a vision. But the interesting thing is that even though Peter had a vision from God, he also had to pass through a process to bring the vision to pass. Peter had to reset his vision to enter the new dimension of power and ministry that God had opened for him. And when you and I follow his example and take the steps he took, we too will reset our vision and release the supernatural. So let's take some time today to break down this story and learn how Peter reset his vision and how we can as well. Let's discover the three steps to reset your vision for 2022. And here's your first step today. Connect to God. Everybody say connect. Peter's vision reset begins in the place of prayer. Acts 10.9 tells us Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. So Peter was in the spirit and God gave him a vision. For the fact is all true vision comes from the place of connection with God because the right vision for your life comes from God. The right vision and the right plan for your life and the right vision for 2022 is God's vision. As your creator and your heavenly father, he is the one who has the best plan and the best vision for your life. He's a plan and a destiny for every single one of us. That's why Jeremiah 29:11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. And I'm here to declare to you today, God has a vision and a plan for your life. Notice how this verse says that God's plan is to give you a future. Everybody say future. And as we stand on the threshold of a new year, we can have the confidence that God has a vision and a plan for us in that new year. He's giving us a future. And the vision God has for you is a good one, a vision of new levels and new dimensions and new breakthroughs. In fact, you can't even imagine the good things God has in store for you. That's why 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. For God's vision is always greater than your vision. It's bigger and better and broader than anything you can dream for yourself. But in order to get that vision, you have to connect with the vision giver. You have to come into his presence and let his power conceive the vision in you. For the fact is, where you settle determines what you see. Where you connect 
determines what you can see. Peter settled in God's presence, and it resulted in God's vision. He connected to God and conceived something new and miraculous. And the same is true for all of us. If you want to see more of God's goodness in your life, settle yourself in his presence. Make him your shelter and your hiding place. If you want to conceive supernatural things in 2022, connect to the supernatural presence of God. For if you connect to God in the supernatural, you will conceive supernatural visions. You will bring forth supernatural impact. I'm not talking about physical things today. I'm talking about spiritual truths. Where you settle doesn't refer to the compound you live in. I'm speaking about where you focus your vision and where you settle your thoughts. If you settle on negative thoughts, you'll see negative things. If you settle on people's faults, you'll see them every day. If you connect to what's wrong in life and what's wrong in the world and what went wrong in 2021, you'll conceive worry and fear and anger. For where your mind and heart connect will determine what your mind and heart conceive. That's the lesson we can learn from the great African hero, Nelson Mandela. As a young man, Mandela was passionate to bring about justice and freedom for the nation of South Africa. But before he could bring the change he desired, Mandela was imprisoned. He spent 27 years in prison. But even though he dwelt in a prison, he did not settle there. He didn't connect to the chains and the iron bars. He lived in a prison, but the prison did not live in him. And when he left prison, he said this, as I walked out the door toward the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I did not leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. He was surrounded by bitterness, but he did not connect to it. He connected to forgiveness and peace. And what he connected to conceived in him a vision that made him a great man who inspires the world even today. You may be in less than ideal circumstances, but you don't need to connect to them. You may be surrounded by fear or doubt or sin or anger or worry, but you don't need to settle there. No matter where you live or what you face, you can abide in the presence of God. You can settle in with his presence and connect with his spirit. And when you connect with God's vision, you have the promise of his power to bring it to pass. You may have your own personal dream or vision for your life. You may be making your New Year's resolutions and aiming for your goals. But if you want the right vision, you need God's vision. If you want his power to sustain you in the new year, you need to connect with God and reset your vision to his. That's why Proverbs 19.21 tells us, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. It's God's vision that will prevail in the new year because God's power is always tied to God's purpose. You can always expect God's power whenever you're pursuing God's plan. You can always expect God's power whenever you align yourself to God's vision. In fact, everything you need to achieve God's vision for your life in 2022 comes to you by connecting to God. That's why the Bible says in 2 Peter 1, 3-4, by his divine power, God has given us everything, somebody say everything, everything we need for living a godly life. 
we have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Listen carefully to what God is telling you today. Everything you need comes to you by the knowledge of God. He says, we've received all of this by coming to know him. That means when you connect to God, you have everything you need to live a godly life. You can partake in God's divine nature. You can live a righteous life he's called you to when you settle in his presence and connect to him. That's what Jesus says in John 15. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. To reset your vision, begin by connecting with God. Get close to God and settle in his presence so that you can see what he sees. Connect to God so that you can conceive the supernatural. Abide in him and you will move to the next level in 2022. And that brings us to our second step. Consecrate your life to God. Everybody say, consecrate. You might think that once Peter connected with God and captured God's vision, then that was all that was required to bring that vision to pass. But conceiving God's vision is only the first step in the process. Once you connect with God and conceive his vision, you then have to consecrate yourself to give birth to that vision. That's what happened to Peter. Listen to how his reset story continues in Acts 10, verse 17 and 19 to 21. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, three men have come looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. So Peter went down and said, I'm the man you're looking for. Why have you come? And here's a surprising lesson for all of us in this story. Peter did not understand the vision. He could not comprehend what God was saying. He was perplexed. He was puzzled. And unless he consecrated his life to God, the vision would have been aborted because he didn't understand what God was doing. The fact is, the Jewish people had been brought up with all the Old Testament laws. They were told what to eat and what not to eat, what to wear and what not to wear. They had to obey all these laws in order to practice their religion. But God was doing something new. Jesus came to fulfill the law and put a deeper law in our hearts. God was getting ready to remove the old and replace it with the new. And it required consecrated people who would trust and obey even when they didn't understand. Here was the problem Peter was facing. And it's the same problem many of us are facing. Peter was focused on the past. He was living in the old when God was moving in the new. Peter had his eyes on a dead yesterday when God was giving birth to a new today. 
And you can't seize new opportunities if you're stuck in a dead past. You can't rise to a new level in the new year when you're stuck in the old one. That's the lesson we can learn from the true story of a man from the nation of Colombia named Juan Jose Florian. On July 12, 2012, a bomb planted by a terrorist organization exploded at the home of Juan Jose Florian. Explosion hit Juan's body with full force. He lost his right eye, both his arms, and his right leg above the knee. His hearing in his right ear was gone, and he had second and third degree burns all over his body. Juan woke from a coma 12 days later. Months of operations and skin grafts followed. His emotions were swamped by depression, hallucinations, and thoughts of suicide. At one point, he begged his older brother, kill me, kill me now, please. Even though Juan was alive, his life had stopped the moment the bomb wrecked his body on July 12, 2012. If anyone could have given up on life and gotten stuck in a dead past, it was Juan Flory. It seemed he had nothing to live for and no way to go forward. After all, what type of vision would you have for your life if you had no arms, lost one leg, were blind in one eye, deaf in one ear? Dreams for his future became memories of his past. He was trapped every day as if it was July 12, 2012. But something amazing happened to Juan Florian. As part of his recovery treatment, he began hydrotherapy. He discovered he could hold his breath underwater longer than others. And then Juan discovered he could swim faster than others. Listen to what Juan says about that breakthrough. I began to swim greater distances. With the few limbs I had left, my ambition began to grow. In other words, Juan regained a vision for his future when he put aside his dead past. Juan began to compete in swimming internationally. He won his first medal in the USA in 2013. For three years, he competed in para-swimming, breaking records all over the world. But Juan wasn't finished pursuing new dreams. So in 2016, he started working on his university degree, and he started pursuing a new sporting challenge. Juan began competing in cycling. He had never once ridden a bicycle in his entire life, but now he became an expert cyclist. Juan probably has more amputations than any other C1 cyclist in the world. But this November, he was crowned Colombia's national para-cycling champion. A champion swimmer, a champion cyclist. What's ahead? For Juan Jose Florian, today, he set a goal to compete in an Ironman triathlon. As Juan says, I want to show the world that you can fulfill your dreams. The bomb that nearly killed me actually gave me the gift of life and my second birth. There's a powerful lesson for all of us in the amazing story of Juan Jose Florian. The fact is, you can't seize new opportunities if you're stuck in a dead past. You can't hit a target in the sky when you're focused on the ground. You can't reach the goal in front of you when you're facing backward. 
you know what the problem is for many of us today? Your problem is you're living in the wrong time zone. I remember once when I was visiting the U.S., I got a call from someone here in Ghana. The problem was it was 8 a.m. in Ghana, but it was 3 a.m. in America. They were calling me in the wrong time zone. You can't conduct business successfully when you're operating in the wrong time zone. If you're in the wrong time zone, you'll be open when other people are sleeping. If you're operating in the wrong time zone, you'll be sleeping when other people are open. And God says to you today, some of you are living in the wrong time zone. You're living in the past, but it's a new day. God is on the move. He's taking us higher. It's time to soar. But you're still stuck in the past. You're sleeping when you should be seeking God. You're crying when you should be rejoicing. For the past is past. 2021 is over, so it's time to get over it. Every failed plan, every broken promise, every uncompleted project, every disappointment from people must be surrendered to Jesus. To connect to God, you have to consecrate your life. If you want to move to the next level, you have to consecrate your life to God. To get what God wants for you, you have to get rid of what he doesn't want for you. I'm preaching to somebody today. God says it's time to let it go. You're living in the wrong time zone. It's time to put away the bitterness, the hurt, and the hate. It's time to end the compromise, the carnality, and the careless attitude. It's time to devote yourself and consecrate your life to God. Get out of your past so you can move into your future by connecting to God in your present. For the more connected you get to God now, the more disconnected you get from past failures. All of us throughout 2021 have picked up attitudes that have hindered us. We picked up offenses that block God's blessings. And the word of the Lord to all of us today, as we're about to enter 2022, is this from Joshua 3.5. Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Here's what God is telling us. If you want God's blessings tomorrow, you have to consecrate yourself today. When you consecrate yourself to God, he puts his favor on you. His spirit surrounds you, and your enemies cannot reach you. You are sheltered in the Almighty's presence. When you consecrate yourself to God, God takes control over your welfare. Others may have more strength and opportunity than you, but that doesn't stop God from blessing you. When you connect to God and consecrate yourself to him, then he will elevate you. When others try to block you, God will turn to use them to lift you up. That's why Proverbs 16, 7 says, when the way you live pleases the Lord, he makes even your enemies live at peace with you. Connect with God, for what you connect to determines what you conceive. When you get intimate with the Lord, everything you touch will be touched by the life of God. Consecrate yourself to the Lord. Get rid of anything and everything that God doesn't want for you. Let Jesus become your all in all, and your life will reach a new level in 2022. That's why Psalm 37.4 says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Every good thing you desire for the new year, every blessing you can imagine will be opened up to you when you connect to God and consecrate yourself to him. And that brings us to our third step. Complete the next step in your vision. Everybody shout complete. In order to get to the new level God had for Peter, he had to complete 
the next step in his vision. That's why the Bible says in Acts 10.23, the next day he went with them accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. Now, here's the interesting thing about what Peter did. At this point in time, Peter still didn't fully understand what God was doing. Peter didn't know there was going to be a revival at Cornelius' house. Peter didn't know that his action would result in Gentiles receiving salvation. He didn't see the future. He only saw the next step. He didn't see way down the road God had laid out for him. He saw the next step. And if you're going to fulfill God's vision for your life in 2022, you have to complete the next step. You may not know the whole path. You may not see all the details and the detours and the dips in the road, but you don't need to know the whole plan for your life. You just need to know the next step. You don't need to understand everything. You just need to obey and complete the next step in your vision. Honestly speaking, this is where a lot of us get off track. Many of us have a vision. We're committed to that vision. But when it comes to a place where we don't understand or where things get difficult, we get stuck. We don't see around the bend in the path, so we don't take the next step. Our progress comes to a halt, and we don't complete the next step. The fact is, it's easy to obey when God tells you to do something you want to do. Some years ago, I got invited to preach in Paris, France. I wanted to go to Paris. I was excited to go to Paris. Have you ever been to Paris? I love Paris. When I got invited to go and God said go, I was like, yes, sir, get me on the plane. A few years after that, I got invited to preach in Singapore. I wanted to go to Singapore. I was excited to go to Singapore. Have you ever been to Singapore? I love Singapore. When I got invited to go and God said go, I was like, yes, sir, get me on the airplane. But when God calls you to do something you don't like, it tests your obedience. It tests your consecration. You want me to go where, Lord? You want me to do what? And your consecration is tested. Until you take and complete the next step, you won't release God's blessing on your vision. About eight years ago, when Agape House was still a young church, we were meeting at a hotel while we prepared to build this building I'm preaching in right now. One day between our first and second service, I went into the washroom and discovered it was dirty. I wasn't too happy about the condition of the washroom. I was thinking that I would have to complain to the management of the hotel. But then I heard God speak to me. He said, I want you to clean the toilet. I said, excuse me? Are, are you talking to me? God said, I want you to clean the toilet today. I was looking around the washroom for the person God might be speaking to, but there was no one else in the washroom except for me. I said, Lord, you must be mistaken. Did you get me mixed up with someone else? Because I'm the pastor here. I'm the senior pastor, not the cleaner. I don't clean toilets. I preach. Remember me? So it's not my job to clean the toilets. Thank you very much. God said, son, you must be mistaken. Did you get me mixed up with someone else? Because I'm the Lord of heaven and earth. I'm the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm the one you're preaching about. I'm the reason you're a pastor. And I'm asking you to clean the toilet. That's your job today. Thank you very much. 
but I don't understand. I'm the preacher. God said, clean the toilet. But I don't want to. God said, but I want you to. My next step that I had to complete was to clean the toilet. So I cleaned the toilet. It was not easy. It's almost never easy to do something God tells you to do that you don't want to do. It's almost never easy to do something God tells you to do that you don't understand. It's easy to obey God when you understand him clearly. It's easy to obey God when he tells you to do something you were expecting him to tell you. But it takes consecration and commitment to complete the next step in front of you in obedience to God when you don't understand why. It takes consecration and commitment to obey God when you can only see the next step, but you don't see all the other steps in your journey. It takes consecration and commitment to obey God when everything he's telling you is something new and unexpected. But if you want to go to a new level, you've got to get a new vision. If you want to go to a new dimension in the new year, you need to hear a new word. It may be something unexpected or something unusual like Peter's vision. It may be God asks you to break out from the old and step into the new. You need to reset your vision and complete the next step. I don't know, but I wonder if one of the reasons... God has blessed this church. And one of the reasons we're in this beautiful building and one of the reasons we've grown so much is because one day I cleaned the toilet in between services. I wonder if that act of obedience paved the way for greater exploits. I don't know. But I do know this. Jesus emphasizes doing the little things consistently. He tells us plainly that being faithful in the small things, completing the next step, is the key to entering a new dimension of opportunity. That's what he says in Luke 16.10. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you're dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. In other words, when you're faithful to complete the next small step on your path, God will open an avenue of opportunity. In fact, that's one of the main things God is looking for. It's one of the main things he's going to reward in heaven. Listen to what the Bible says about how God will give out rewards in heaven. In Matthew 25, 23, the master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Listen carefully to what the master extols in his servant. He's good. He's faithful. He's a servant. So don't get so caught up in the finish line you fail to take the first step. Don't get so caught up in your vision that you don't do the simple thing at hand faithfully. Complete the next step and the next one and the next one. And as you faithfully follow Christ, he will give you greater and greater responsibilities. That's why I believe that the people who do great exploits in 2022 will be the people who obey God even when they don't understand. The people who will do great exploits in the new year and go to new levels in the spirit are the people who obey God when it's not easy. The people who make an impact in 2022 are the people who are open to new revelation, who are listening to God daily, the people who follow him to new places, one step at a time. 
That's why you have to complete the next step. You don't need faith for every step. You just need faith for the next step. That's what Peter learned. While he was still puzzling over his vision, he obeyed God and took a step to go downstairs to meet three strangers. And even though he didn't have a complete revelation, he completed the next step. He went with them to visit Cornelius. And because Peter kept completing the next step, God kept moving. God poured out his Holy Spirit. Revival came to the Gentiles because Peter completed the next step. You and I are here today serving Jesus because Peter completed the next step. The world has been transformed by the gospel because Peter completed the next step. He didn't see this day. He just saw the next step. He didn't see the finish line. He just saw the next step. And though he did not understand and he did not see it all, he saw the next step and he stepped out in faith. That's why Zechariah 4.10 admonishes us, do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Don't wait till you understand everything before you act. Don't wait till you know every step in the plan before taking the first step. When God speaks, you've got to act. Pray for understanding, but do what you know. Obey the voice of God. Get up and do what you can with what you have, where you are, and God will do the rest. For a daily commitment to complete the next step will keep you on track to carry out your vision. You will see great things accomplished when you faithfully complete the next step. I hear God saying to you today that you are moving into a new realm in the new year. As you connect with God and consecrate your life, God is taking you to a whole new level. As you step out in faith and complete the next step in front of you, he's going to give you the strength for the entire journey. He's going to smooth the road ahead of you. For God promises you in Isaiah 26, 7, but for those who are righteous, the way is not steep and rough. You are a God who does what is right and you smooth out the path ahead of them. I hear God saying to you today, that he's going to increase and abound in your life as you connect to him and consecrate your life. Each step you take in following him will result in greater and greater grace and glory. Your light is going to shine brighter and brighter in 2022, for he promises you in Proverbs 4.18, the path of those who do right is like the sun in the morning. It shines brighter and brighter until the full light of day. And as you complete each step, you can have the assurance that God is with you. He's guiding you. He will not let you stumble and fall. He will hold you every step of the way in the new year. For he promises you in Psalm 37, 22 to 24, those the Lord blesses will possess the land. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. Today, connect with God in worship. Consecrate yourself to Him. Complete the next step. Reset your vision. And God will release the supernatural in your life. Almighty and everlasting Father, we thank you today for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for everything you've done good for us in 2021. Now we're moving on. The old is behind us. The new lies ahead. 
We connect with you in worship and prayer right now. We ask you to draw us near as we draw near to you. Fill us with your power, your anointing, and your presence. Speak to us, O oh God. Shelter us as we consecrate ourselves to you. We pray that you'll open up new doors, new avenues, new opportunities. Help us to be faithful, to take the next step. As we reset our vision, we ask you to release the supernatural. We thank you by faith in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Reverend Richard C. Whitcomb is the senior pastor of Agape House, New Testament Church in East Lagon. If you are ever in Accra, we would like you to worship with us on Saturday night at 6 p.m. or on Sunday at 7.30, 9.30 or 11.30 a.m. You will have an awesome experience. We're here.